0: Hello, my name is Sixo, uh, and this is Anna, and this is Jessica. Hello. I would like you guys to introduce yourselves. Oh, Jessica has a late internet, I guess. (laughs) So, uh, I would like you guys to introduce yourselves. Uh, We did this podcast already but it got destroyed because of the missing audio so we have to go through some topics from the last podcast so you are at this time unknown to the audience okay so who will go first
1: Jessica oh. <laughs> <laughs> no go with Jessica first. the
2: young one okay okay I'm Jessica I'm 19 and I'm from Italy in the Northeast. I just came back from Ireland. And I think that's all.
0: Like nothing more. That's it. Okay, so. <laughs> well. After you hear yeah. Anna's introduction, you may add a few things. Anna, go on.
1: Okay, uh, I'm Hannah. I'm 24, almost 25. and i am from the north of italy close to lake como and i shared my experience in ireland with jessica i just came back from one year and a half spent there working there
0: and
1: what else
0: tell us about the experience we are
1: here to tell our stories (laughs) with our teacher (laughs)
0: tell us about the experience in ireland why did you go there and what were you guys doing there
1: uh okay so i went there it was february 2020 and just before the covid pandemic started and i went there to work for this family uh, as a minder like i was minding their child their, their children and I spent there one year and a half. At the beginning, I, uh, my plan was to spend there just six months, but then I fell in love with the country, with the people there, with my family there, and uh, I decided to spend more time. It was a great experience that I would recommend to everyone. And you get the chance to meet uh, new people, to get in touch with a new culture, Uh, a new lifestyle. And in September last year, I met Jessica and we started our life and our adventures together. And we had a great time, Uh, even though we had to go through hard days. And it's not easy when you're far from home and especially in times like this, but it was it was great. I don't regret any, any moment spent there. and uh, you know we got the chance to plan our life there. We're going to go back there in September and start something new.
0: Not working anymore. Mm? Not working anymore.
1: Not working anymore for the family.
0: No. So you mentioned you mentioned the family twice. I want you to explain that part as well, because people don't know. So what kind of family are you talking about?
1: Okay, so I was living with this family, uh, an Irish family. And uh, I was basically w- living with them and working for them. I was helping them raising their children, driving them around uh, to school, from school, helping them with their homeworks and helping the family with the... Like, all the chores sure. you have to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's it. In In exchange, the family is paying you and it's keeping you as a... Well, I felt more as a daughter.
0: <laughs> as, than, a uh, as a hostage.
1: So it was great. I mean, my family is just... I, I can't tell them... I can't thank them enough for what they did to me. They... Um, they left, I, I mean, I could do anything I wanted, basically. I, I could drive around with my car. I could take a day off to visit that place or the other one. I had a really good relationship, both with the parents and the children. And they helped me a lot. And they've been my family when I needed one and i'm so grateful it's it's a great experience it's changing your mindset so much and it's great because they they're very different from my family here from my real family but uh, they were just perfect even though we fought a lot especially with the children and it's not easy it's not easy because you have to live with them all the time and but it's great it's just a a nice experience
0: did you compare them a lot with your family
1: Mm, no i just decided to uh turn off that part of my brain that was telling me oh they're doing this in a different way oh i'm not used to that and just start again like saying they are different people i have to um relate with them in a different way and that's why that's when i started to enjoy more the the experience there because i wasn't telling myself oh she's not like my mom she's doing this in another way they're not like my brothers and you just have to change uh, your idea of living uh, with your family and just saying you know what this isn't these are other people It's another culture, Uh, so you just have to start again, to reset your brain and start again.
0: So you have adapted completely. Okay, great, great description of that experience. So Jessica, it's your turn now. Uh, (laughs) Okay. What can you tell Uh, us about your experience?
2: I left Italy at the end of August 2020 as well because I want to get like a gap year between the high school and the university and actually I wasn't sure that I want to study at university but they said I don't want to stay in Italy because I don't know what to do here so I always was looking forward to go abroad for one year at the beginning was in the middle of high school but my mom said you are too young to go alone so I said okay I will wait till the end. Uh, Ireland was my second choice actually because I was planning to go to USA, but then with COVID I changed my mind. So I went to Ireland and actually was the best choice of my life. Uh, I felt in love with Ireland and with the people that live there. And like my experience was not like as beautiful as Anna's because with the first family, the things didn't work out. So um, I had to change family the first time after three weeks. And I think without Anna, I will not be able to do it because I met her just at the beginning and she was so helpful during this hard time. Then with the second family, everything was great, but they already had another girl coming in January. So they told me like, you can stay till December and then we had to figure out something. But I said, okay, I will change family again. So I changed the another family. But I mean, with the second and with the third family, everything was great. They were so, so different, but special at the same time. So with the third family, I don't know, Like I didn't saw my os mom as a mom, but more as a sister because she was so young. and. Like the the, know, we... the
0: young, annoying sister? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I was the young, annoying sister. Not her, but like she was so young and we talk about everything. Like sometimes she started to talk about her stuff and I was like, Are you sure that you want to talk with with me about that? But she was like, yeah. So it was great. It was art, but it's a great, great experience. And if you have the possibility, you should do like a year abroad, maybe not as a minor, but abroad as well. Do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you change a lot during that year. And then like now I'm back, but I feel that this place is too small for me. People are not good enough, and like they have a close mentality, and we don't go along well anymore. So, but like do you mean
0: do you mean your friends, family, or people in general?
2: Oh no, uh, but people in general, I don't like Italian people, and.
1: <laughs> Not anymore.
2: <laughs> but like with my friend, like it's hard to speak with them or like I feel I don't know. Sometimes I don't want to share things with them because I feel that they they could they can't understand what I mean. So I don't know, it's sad, but at the same time.
0: So it, you watch the what is it, Eurovision or Euro song?
1: Eurovision, okay. yes.
0: Eurovision, you watch the World Cup in the football, full patriot mm-hmm. waking up in 3 a.m. to watch the Olympics, <laughs> and you hate Italian people. Can you explain me? I, I, I'm not following.
2: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's not that I hate them, but I don't know. I don't know. Irish people are so open mind. They talk with everyone um, on the street. Like you can walk, and people in the car can start talk with you, and give you suggestion. I don't know about everything. And you go in a shop, and the, the people it that start talk with you, start talk with you about with, about everything. And here in Italy, like you walk on the road. You have to cross the road and people, if they come, they run over you because they don't want to stop. They don't say thank you. They don't say hello to you. Like, they are rude. That's the right word.
0: That's what grandmas do in my country. Like, talking in the supermarket. That's like every grandma in the supermarket.
1: (laughs) No, the... I... I can relate with what Jessica said and but I want to add that for me it's more like try to explain to the people I care about what I what I've done and the fact that I'm changed and they can't really understand it they just said yeah you've been abroad for one year but you can't be that different from the person you were but I am and here, as Jessica says, I feel like people are getting really rude with with us. Even just like trying to cross the road, no one would stop to let you go. And I don't know, I'm meeting people on the street in my village. They're not even saying hello, even though they know me.
2: So I'm just like,
1: okay. <laughs> That's right, and I don't like the fact that people are minding too much their own business. Like they are in their small box, and everything outside is nothing to.
0: Now that I think about about it, I should move to Italy because I love that. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You know, just walking on the street like this, and there is nobody (laughs) around you. I love that. Like, just mind your own business. But I do. I don't
1: like people that are intruding but people that knows me at least uh, asking how I am. Because I like to hear other people's stories and I'm always the one just asking other people to tell me about their days and what they've been doing. But it's not the other way around. And I'm just like, I just want to share it with you because it's a, I don't know, it's something I, I really felt uh, proud of.
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys had the amazing experience and now you are full of stories and you want to share it.
1: And no one wants to hear them. <laughs> but it's not to brag uh about them.
0: It's no, just you just want to share.
1: Yeah, I like to share experiences and that's, funny stories. That's
0: why we got this podcast. <laughs>
2: Like the other <laughs> one, my dad, that when we are going around, oh, tell them what you did, tell them. But it's the thing that try to make me explain to the others, not the others asking me. Like, exactly.
0: Hey, hey, oh, hey, you know what I did? You know what I did? I was in Ireland. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you
1: know me, now you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's true. Yeah parents are always the one asking and they're actually proud of what they we did and but with friends i found this closure this you know you had a nice experience but you know everyone has his problems i don't really want to hear about your funny stories so that's it uh, but it's okay.
0: I mean, I think that that's common thing with with friends. Uh, you have friends who want to undermine you and your mood and your positivity. Not intentionally. I mean, some of them they want to do that intentionally, but bunch of them they want to do that because, uh, for example, I feel sad today, and you are not allowed to feel good today.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I just want to feel less sad. <laughs>
0: yeah and i I also hate that i hate that and that's why i i personally choose the audience that i speak with like i hate that
1: yeah it's not it's not a nice feeling especially if you have friends uh that have been with you for years and you just want to as a part of the friendship to share what you've done and when you find the wall in front of you, it's just a bit disappointing.
0: So after all of this, after uh, you spend some time in Italy, do you plan mm-hmm. to stay living in Italy after you come uh, after you finish in Ireland? No, I don't think so. What about you? <laughs> At Jessica? least not
1: here. Not here, because uh, I think we experienced how it is to live in an open-minded country and how nice it is to start again in a place where uh, people don't have um, prejudices about you
0: yeah that's correct words. so
1: it's great you can be yourself without having someone looking over to you and saying ah it's not you <laughs> Because I heard so many people telling me, "Ah, oh, you should have." Ne- I mean, the the old you, uh, could never do something like you're doing now. Uh, it's like my old you really? is my old new, my old me, and now it's a new me. So take it or leave it.
0: <laughs> all of that, all of those comments that you have said, they, they. they wake up so much anger in me because I have heard them so many times in my life Like, I don't know how people can live without changing I don't know how that's not like something universal that we all hear oh you have changed yeah so have I like 6 months ago oh it's great for you it's not something normal it's abnormal in this society like oh you have changed go weirdo
1: Exactly. That's what I felt as well. I mean, it's not uh, to the level of, uh, oh gosh, I don't like you anymore. But this feeling of not being uh, accepted as a changed person, like, oh, I don't recognize you anymore. (laughs) I haven't become a criminal or something like that. It's just small changes. um,
0: So, I have an yeah. interesting question go. for both of you. Mm. I heard you talking about this, that you have had those situations where people don't recognize your changes and all of that. What are the biggest changes that you would state at yourself?
1: Okay, Jessica, you go first.
2: No, no, no. I have to think about
1: it. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> well... Uh, the biggest one is probably that I gain confidence confidence in what I'm doing uh, confidence in uh, stating my opinions and don't care and I don't care anymore if the person in front of me thinks the opposite way and uh, but also the simple things of going and asking for something in a place uh, like Ireland, where they don't understand me if I'm speaking my language. Just going and saying, you know what, if I'm making a mistake, it's not a big deal. And people are actually too busy to mind their business to judge you because you uh, use the wrong tense in one sentence. Or something like that or if you don't know one word and you're just trying to explain it to me so um, I'd say the the biggest one that sum up all the um, all the things that I've learned that I've improved is confidence in general
0: in life okay that's the biggest so Jessica you go
2: okay uh, I'm more independent Um And like, especially when I'm at home, that my mom sometimes is surprised. And the other one more with my friends is that I'm not scared anymore. So that was, I think about something. Also, if it's the opposite of my friend's ideas. Usually I was the one that um, stayed silent because they was scared to lose someone. But I understand that like, I mean, friends are there and like i lost a lot of friends during the year so it's okay like if you don't if i'm not agreeing you you are not able to understand my point of view you can just leave because like i don't want to live with someone that make their idea be mine as well
0: i think that you guys must live together for the rest of your life maybe we will who knows you need to be those two sad women who can't find a man and live together for the whole life and party thank you thank yeah, you yeah and we need to and we need to film a movie about it
1: okay we will definitely yeah uh, like a sitcom you will follow us through our days
0: like a sadcom
1: yes exactly at least it will make someone's laugh
0: (laughs) yeah but I, I think that you got a really really good point from your travel and from you going back like that you need to change something it's not gonna work like this and I think that's great I love situations where people metaphorically open their eyes you know like when you see the real picture and uh, I love that, and I can't wait to see what will you guys do about it.
2: Mm.
1: Gosh, now it's it's getting, like the, the hard part is coming soon.
0: What is like, the hard living part? living a
1: proper life, uh, going back and start all over again.
0: Why is that the hard part? I, I thought that was the best part.
1: It is the best part, but it's also scary. Wha- what is find... scary about it oh gosh all the uncertainties because we're going back and we don't have a house we don't have a job we don't have <clears throat> a plan for <laughs> a plan in general <laughs> but it's okay it's exciting
0: yeah i I, exciting. I remember my life situations with those uncertainties and i know that it's like uh, really really hard feeling really really hard feeling but i i think that by the time you just turn it off you know after some time you just so oh, go with the flow what happens happens if we live under the bridge we will live under the bridge
2: <laughs> we will live under the bridge
1: we will buy a tent a beautiful tent and live there no, it's OK. No, it's. And the, the thing that I'm always saying to and also my parents are saying to me, it's just if the things uh, go in the wrong way, you can still come back. I mean, no one is kicking you out of the house.
0: But Mama, I don't want to come back. <laughs>
1: But still, I at least I know that I have a house, and they're not just kicking me out with everything I have. Like, okay, you go your own way, never come back, and we have at least a backup plan. But we are not going to use it.
0: <laughs> so, what's the better plan?
1: The backup plan. Oh, plan okay, to... okay. Backup plan is to yes. go back.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes. Misunderstood.
1: It's not going to happen. I'm
0: telling you. I a know. Feeling. I know. I have a great feeling. I have a better feeling than you both. And I can't. Sorry, I can't wait for the September or October to tell you. Oh okay. You've done it. <laughs>
1: okay. What are you doing?
0: And I can't wait to see like how Jessica will argue. I mean I can't wait to see you both argue with each other.
2: <laughs> no, come on. We're going to get along really well.
0: Until one day.
2: Like we survived nine days together. Ten. Oh, yes. Or eleven. So eleven days together. So sleeping was in bad beginning conditions. It was our beginning, so no.
0: Okay. And uh, we're
1: on the same wavelength. wavelength.
0: Okay. So it's, okay. you just have to
1: find the right uh, companions for your adventures, and then everything will go in the right way.
0: Yeah, that that's that's true. That's quite true. But I still can't wait to you know. <laughs> when I you can't w- wait to
1: see the drama. Yeah,
0: well, when you come to me, oh, Anna is such a bitch, you know. And oh, do you know what Jessica did? Yeah, yeah I can't wait for that. <laughs>
2: Maybe she will come yeah she told <laughs> me getting up during the night that that can be like a problem but exactly uh, I, I really don't know intense.
0: I think I think that the thing about arguments is same as arguments that we have in our lessons or in the podcast maybe like when you disagree the ability after this disagree uh, agreement to still I don't know love a person and and you know like spend a good day like I with my girlfriend I always thought oh arguments are a big problem because couples always argue But I don't know for me it became so easy like when, when, when we start arguing sometimes I argue sometimes I just sit quiet and after half an hour you know you just do whatever you did before
1: it disappears yeah
0: yeah so so I, I think that arguments are not a big taboo, and that's why I can't wait.
1: Because <laughs> people that are not arguing are actually hiding something. Yeah, to me. Because you can't really uh, just
0: bulking it up in yourself.
1: on everything. You can't agree on everything. So if the other person is not arguing with you and it's saying every, every time, yes, it's fine for me. It's not true, for sure. It's hiding something. So it's better to uh, let it go out and deal with it and then shake hands and start again.
0: Exactly my thoughts. By the way, uh, until we leave this topic, I have one more question. How did you exactly meet? This is the story that I will hear for maybe fourth time. (laughs)
1: Yes, it's true. (laughs) We can change slightly something.
0: (laughs) Add new characters.
1: Well, uh, Jessica has to explain this.
0: Yeah, Jessica has to. Jessica has been silent for a longer period of time.
1: No, because I was there
2: and Uh, she she came along. So, uh, when I arrived... In the first family i was in touch with the um, the girl that was previously and she was anna's friend okay. and when i was calling her like a few days before leaving she said i can give you like number of uh two girls that i know that are still there so when you arrive you will be not be alone but you can go out for a coffee with them so i said okay thank you but i didn't use the like i didn't say anything. And I just went there. The first weekend, my host family was, um, was out and she, they, my host mom said like, you can send a message to Anna and ask her if she wants to go out so you can meet someone and she can show you around. And I said, okay, I'm alone. I don't know anyone else. So I will send a message to her. And Anna replied and she said, oh yeah, of course we can meet. So we went out together we did a long walk and we got an ice cream oh yes
0: (laughs) you and your ice
2: creams
0: (laughs) in every single story when you hear Jessica (laughs) and Anna you can hear ice cream
2: yeah but that place was amazing like this, this ice cream shop made like this big glass with full of ice cream and we have a lot of mm-hmm. toppings,
0: uh, yes. I want to I mean, I eat ice cream so bad right now.
1: You <laughs> should go to Dublin and try that one.
0: Okay, I'm gonna call yeah. my helicopter.
2: Yes, let's go. <laughs> so yeah, we went all together and I think that's all. After a few days we started to text again and we met for a coffee. And I don't know, we went out with other girls, and so we start to see each other like every week and then every day. <laughs> At the end of was every day. like we were always together. <laughs> yeah,
1: even through the um, your movings and the troubles with it. the family.
0: Yeah okay so i have a good question i don't know what's up with me today but i have really interesting questions so uh what was the point and i really don't know how i came up with this question when was the point that you guys realized how awesome the other person is like when did you, Anna, realize how awesome Jessica is? And when did you, Jessica, realize how awesome Anna is? Like, for you, not as a person, but for you, like as a best friend material or something like that.
1: Oh, gosh, that's hard. I told uh, you
0: I have amazing questions today.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're quite tricky.
0: <laughs>
2: Jessica, do you have the answer? I think, like, oh, I don't know after a few weeks, or like, I don't know, at least one month, not more. When we start to see each other every week and we start to plan our adventures together, like I think after two weeks or three weeks, we already have like a lot of plans to do. So like, I mean, if you end up to organize something with a person, it's because you think that you can have great time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for me, I think it was when we
1: started to yeah to plan our things and you asked me to go uh, rent the bikes, cycle somewhere, and I said yes. Oh, that's the way I want to enjoy my life here, and just doing something. I don't know, a bit crazy, and uh, because we were a bit locked up then, like we couldn't get the public transport, and you asked me why don't we get the bikes? I'm not a cyclist. At all? Why don't we get the bikes and go there? Go somewhere else? And I was like, yes, yes, let's do it. And her attitude, her uh, willingness to do more, to visit places, to do experiences. And when I was asking to do something, she was always, yes, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. They I like think- it. <laughs> I
0: think what you have both described is, like, the most beautiful thing about the friendship. No. Because just... No, no, no. I I just, like... I forgot about that thing. I didn't feel that thing in, like, years. Just when you have a person that agrees to every single crazy idea. Yes. That's, like, (laughs) insane. Because I was always the person who would just want to go out at 3am just because, you know, why not go at, go out at 3am and when you propose that idea to anyone, they say, oh, are you crazy? Go back to sleep or something <laughs> like that and when you find that one person that's so well, we could do that Yeah, sure, why not? Let's go.
2: Why
1: not? No, it's uh,
2: like uh, the spirit, the attitude I really uh, think that helped we were planning to go out for a weekend, I think, like two weeks after we met each other. Met. But then for our birthday, actually. But That's then true. we had to move it. Like we said, no, because my family said it's like in Northern Ireland. And with the travel restriction, it was not possible. But yeah. But still, we managed, eventually, to go there we after a few there. months. every month like after now like
1: do you remember that plan yeah let's do it now (sighs) yes no it's it's great it's uh yeah i think i realized how uh great she was after a couple of weeks because at the beginning you have mixed uh feelings you're like oh yes i like her I I think I want to know more, and after a couple of weeks, I was like, yes. For me, it's yes. So, yes, that's it.
0: Are you satisfied with the answer? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great answer, and I didn't feel that we will get this from that question, honestly. (laughs) Great answer. And right now, I'm looking at the topics, and I'm thinking, like should we go straight to the travel or should we talk about how it is to live abroad about the job about living alone or just skip to traveling what would you guys like to do
1: I don't
0: mind what about you Jessica uh, we are voting um, here what? what What?
2: no I know okay, that's I'm... Like, ask what you want it's fine Yes. The travel okay, okay,
0: crazy but... Okay, well, let's go with with uh what we did last time. So uh working as a child minder. Anna, you said a fair share about your duties. It was to take care of kids, mm-hmm. to take care of house chores, and to help kids as much as you can in your free time. Yeah. Is that it?
1: Yeah, well, it is, uh, these are the the mansion in the job, actually, rules you have to follow. And this is the packet you're taking when you are going to be a childminder. You know that you have to take care of the children and to do whatever the family is asking you to do. Well, in the limit of uh, possibilities. But the, the thing that I uh, wasn't uh, thinking about was that um, the children are just like this small version of adults that really uh, are searching for someone to listen to them, to play with, to share their feeling with. They are They can be really different. Yeah, go
0: i i think it's quite opposite i think adults are version of kids
1: <laughs> it can be yeah you can look at it on the other the other way around and i, wasn't... I, have, ne-
0: I have i have i'm sorry to no no, to, no, no go go uh, stop you i have never met an adult that doesn't have childish problems like problems from childhood like what? What we were talking for the whole time about friends and friendships. You would think that when you get adult, everything is just, you know, like done. That we know how to be a good friend. And when you think about it, we were better friends when we were kids than now. That's that's true. You can go on.
1: Uh, yeah, it's true. But also, they are demanding. And sometimes they're acting like adults, like, don't treat me like a child. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And in my uh, case, they were my, the two boys I had to mind, they were old enough. I mean, they're uh, 12 and 10 now. So they had their own personalities and their own tastes and even the, the attitude. Sometimes, especially with one of them, It was tricky to deal with it because he had this strong personality and uh, it wasn't easy so I wasn't um, expecting expecting something like that especially because they they were supposed to go to school every day from nine to three and I was supposed to spend with them just a bunch of hours every day but with the pandemic they closed the schools and I was and I found myself spending my whole day with them. So I was doing the teacher, uh, the mom, and oh gosh, it was overwhelming. But it was a great experience because I learned so much from them as well. And um, I don't know, and also living with them. I don't know, you share everything, basically. From your thoughts yeah. and... You have big responsibilities because when their parents are not there, you are in charge. And if something happens, it's just uh, you and it's your fault. Uh, but also it's, it gives you such a joy and happy time spending with them. And even when you're tired, they were always finding, finding a, a, a way to make you feel better. Even when you were fighting after a while after after a while, they would come to you and ask you for forgiveness, like "I'm sorry, I've been rude," and I was just telling them, "You know what I've been rude as well and that was it. They were so blunt and just great children and i I'm speaking as a person that doesn't like children at all, <laughs> so
0: So much emotions in this podcast. (laughs)
1: Ah, No, no, it it, it was great. So, yeah, at the beginning, I was like, yes, I will need to drive them to school and collect them and add them with the homeworks, make dinner and that will be it. But especially in the last couple of weeks, when the school was uh, over, we were just getting the car. Uh, going to the toy shop and then coming back, go to McDonald's, going to the city center to visit a museum. We were doing so many things together and it was just a great time. And when I saw them during the road trip we did uh, after, it was such a beautiful moment. We went surfing together and I don't know, they're like my family now, my Irish family now. So it's great. You think it's a job, but it's more a a life-changing experience than a job.
0: As I have said, my whole body is in emotion. (laughs) (laughs) You like like really so so many emotions. After after this podcast, I need to kill a spider just to (laughs) to feel heartless again. Just
1: to feel better. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and Jessica, would you add anything to this?
2: Uh, no, I like I agree what, with what Anna said, but like also w- when she said like you have like your I don't know your chores to do like minding the kids and helping with the housekeeping and all these kind of stuff, but it's something that never ends. Like you start in the morning. Maybe you are also praying in the morning, but there is always something to do because you live with them. So you feel part of the family. So you can't stop to do things. Like all day long, you are there to do something. And you do it because you feel part of the family and you want to help also if it's not your your job. And like at the beginning for me, like with the third family was really, really hard because I had I didn't get along um, immediately with the girl that I was minding. She was six. But at the end, like, we were always together. She was always looking for me. And I mean, now I miss her a lot, really. And the boy was
0: I can't 12. do this anymore. <laughs> I got so many emotions. <laughs>
2: like, the boy was sad and golly. Because the parents uh, are separate, it was like the man, the, the man of the house. So um, you can tell that it was like, it grew up like really quickly. And I mean, like, it was hard for me to mind it because it was so independent. And sometimes also when we fought, when we fought it was like, I, I don't know. It was some. Uh, I always compare him with my cousin, and I can't see my cousin that is 12 as well like him, because it, I I felt that he was like fifteen or sixteen. So, but we have um, great relationship as well. So, mm. now that I'm not with them, it's hard. Yeah, it is.
0: If anybody wants to watch a romantic or dramatic <laughs> or emotional movie, I will recommend this podcast.
2: Do you feel blue?
1: Do you want to feel even worse? Just watch it. <sighs> no, it is. Mm. And I'm, I'm quite... I'm not jealous now, but... Uh... I don't know, now that i left them, I feel like I'm not in their life anymore and it's, I don't know, it's it's a bad feeling.
0: How that feels? Uh, So, are you guys in contact with your host families?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And do you plan to live in Dublin or somewhere else, like when you go back? Dublin.
2: Dublin.
0: Okay, so you will have a chance to visit them? Yes, no, of no
2: course. Yeah,
0: that's true. Okay.
2: Also, I don't want to okay. uh,
1: uh, ruin my, ex- my break here and try to enjoy the time I'm spending at home with family and friends. So I'm just trying not to think about how I miss my life there.
0: Yeah, I mean we have talked a bit about that uh, outside uh, of the camera. Um, you will go back to Ireland, and when you go back to Ireland, you will miss your parents.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, We're always missing
1: something. <laughs> Never
0: happy. Yeah. So why not just enjoy <laughs> the moment? But that's that's true. Like whenever I am in. This capital in this apartment, I want to go home, and whenever I go home, I just want to go back.
1: (laughs) Why can't we just be happy in the place we are? (laughs) Um, Anyway.
0: So, what would you say that are pros and cons about being a childminder? I see Jessica already already having some opinions and <laughs> I attitudes. <have> a <laughs> so, Jessica, you have a spotlight. Okay.
2: So, pro is that like you live with a family, and you can improve your language skills a lot, and um, like you can learn a lot from kids. And I don't know, you can have great time, meet other people, other child mind, like other pairs. And cons is that you never have a break, <laughs> like it's always something that goes from Monday to Sunday, like always with the family. Um, if you are in the house, the kids want to play with you all the time. And sometimes you want us to relax, to, I don't know, stay in your room. I have like some moment for you. And or you came home from the weekend and the kids are at the door, oh, can you play with me? when well, you want us to leave yourselves, maybe get a shower. And I don't know, oh, pro as well, that you, you can visit another country and. You can get a good relationship with your lost family. And you'll find a second family in the place where you are going. And uh, I have to think about something else now.
0: Okay, so, so Anna, it's your turn now.
2: Oh
1: gosh, I, I think that you said basically everything. Like the pros are just what we said before. You can get in touch with a new culture. You can find a new way to uh, look at things, and you find new friends and new family people that are eager to help you and not to judge you. Uh, but yeah, on the cons, in the cons, I would definitely say you never get a proper break. Oh gosh, your mind is always like focus on that and as you were saying before even in the morning you're waking up you know you have to do the laundry you have to uh i don't know wash the dishes you have to tidy the house vacuum cleaning the house maybe you have to go and buy something for the family because they forgot in the last shopping and also they're asking you oh would you mind to i don't know bring the children to the hairdresser later it's okay and even in the weekend, if the weather wasn't nice and weren't allowed to go out, it was just a nightmare because <laughs> you were waking up. Oh, it's finally the weekend. Anna, can you play with us? And no. <laughs> and
0: yes. I think that every mother is <sighs> reacting to that, like to, to this podcast, like, oh, poor children. Jesus, yes. What's waiting for you? <laughs> yes by the way I would love if you had pictures of yourselves when you wake up like tired and all of that because I have seen you like in the lessons you come to me like, <laughs> like <laughs> with a different shape of face and I would love
1: I like, you...
0: Do you, did, you sleep did you ever or... take a, did you ever take a picture of that
1: uh, waking up in the morning tired. Yeah. No. No, I don't think so. No. Maybe See. one, once or twice, just to send it to you, Jessica, but I'm not sure. I That's check.
0: what I'm asking about. I, will I mean, say- nobody I will, will record the check- documentary, but maybe you have sent to someone.
1: I will check. I will
2: check as well. I'll tell you. Uh, okay, so
0: if, if they have it, they will be on the screen. Okay.
2: <laughs> Okay. I don't th- I don't think we have any. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Delete
1: all of them. <laughs> no, I don't I don't reckon sending you pictures. Maybe just messaging like I'm so tired. I can't. I can't even leave today. <laughs> it's just I Monday. Was the one,
0: I was the one who was supposed to record you.
1: Yes. It's true. When we were having our bad days, nobody's... It's part of the plan. It's like living in, with your family. You have days that you wake up. You have so much to do. And you just wake on the wrong side of the bed. And you're just, like, completely annoyed by everything that's happening. And other days are just phenomenal. And everything goes smoothly. So, it's just normal life but dealing with children it's tough so that's why we're not going to have children in our future.
0: did you guys already discuss that
2: no i, said that. I have I my would, ideas i would i would like to have children future in the future but not now like in like a lot of years 10,
0: 15. Okay, I will not ask Jessica anything about the future.
2: Anything.
0: <laughs> not even what she will eat tomorrow. No,
2: I don't know that. So.
0: If I ask you about what you will eat tomorrow, you would say, okay, I will eat that and that. But I can't eat it before 12. I need to eat it around 1. If I don't eat at 1, I may die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's so organized. <laughs>
0: Um, No, just just the word children, and she goes like, "Yeah, I would like, but not now, please, not now." I'm telling you, in how many days, months, and years
2: (laughs) (laughs) it has to be that day. I said not before ten years,
0: okay? Yeah, like me, me speaking with me speaking with Jessica's kid. Like my mom is a control freak. Oh, you think?
2: So
1: you're not, well, yeah. See, we're different, but we—you can get along with people that are so different to you.
0: Yeah, you—you both are like I think not different but unique. I would Mm. say unique, not different. And (laughs) and. (laughs) <laughs> I can't handle these emotions, please. <laughs> so, what I meant to say, and you have that thing that is linking you, just being like a anchor to each other, or, or or a support. Like that's what is linking you, basically. You are unique, and if you want to say completely different, and what is linking you is that will. To, to help each other and to enjoy with each other and that's great I think and that's something that took me a long time to figure out like how are they, they friends like <laughs> what is this magic <laughs> I know I, hello I need few advices with my girlfriend
1: <gasps> uh, we could start uh, therapy Doing therapy for people that think they're too different to be friends or a yeah. couple.
2: Another business. You can
1: overcome this.
2: Another business, you're right.
0: Yeah, so many business ideas today.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed.
0: <sighs> okay, I don't want to talk about your job anymore because I think that we got everything interesting and I don't want to make that topic boring because it's super interesting living abroad Hmm. living abroad what you can tell me about that I have some questions but I would like you to tell me like how was it to leave the country we mentioned it a bit in the start of podcast Mm -hmm. but I just want you to sum it up like how was it to leave Italy to see how other people... Because I don't know. Like, I have seen a bunch of students, bunch of cultures. And I know that people have a different life. But I have never spent, uh, like, more than a few days in another country. And I can't talk about that. And while you were saying, like, people stopping with the car, talking in the supermarket, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, I didn't have an idea about that. Okay. So, how was it like?
1: Go, Jessica. <laughs>
0: okay. Ah, come on,
2: Jessica. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> dropping. Think about So, it was hard to leave, be but not too much because, like, I I knew that it was like just two hours and a half far by plane, and that I was planning to come back for Christmas. I was planning to come back, like, at the end of the year, so in June, July. So it was just a short period of time. And then my friends, my family were planning to come and visit me there. So everything was fine. But then with COVID, nothing was possible except come back for Christmas. So I had some moments when I was like really sad because everything was far my family was having a great time they were enjoying together a lot of things and i wasn't here but i mean i was having um great experience there as in ireland as well so it was i was fine and what was the other question
0: i mean the question was not stated completely so it's just, like, what you think is the, the most valuable to say about leaving, you know, okay, about okay. spending time in, in Ireland.
2: Okay, uh, but living abroad, like, makes you grow a lot. Like, you became more independent, you have to manage your things by yourself. You don't have your parents there that try to, I don't know, say, okay, you have to be at home at this time. Where are you going? Mm, Who are you meeting?
0: One question. What was your English level when you uh, came to Ireland?
2: It was... uh, I thought it was good, but it wasn't. Uh,
0: What about you, Anna? I just want to know that. It
2: was desperate. (laughs) Well, on the...
1: Like, um, if you were looking at my living certificate from high school, I had a pretty good English level, but in practice, I couldn't speak.
2: Like, and the problem the of the Italian school is that, like, I did a touring school, so my English level should be like amazing. But the things that you study a lot of grammar, um, but then when you have to speak, you are not able to do it like you need a lot of time to try to make up a sentence and you don't know the words and you speak like, with a break every word. And also the, um, the accent that they have in Ireland is different from the one that you study in school, that is like the British one. So at the beginning when they tried to speak to me, I was like, um, <laughs> can you repeat please, I don't know. What it remember. was terrible. <laughs> but after yeah, a few I, months, I was
0: just okay go on
2: like after a few months um you break up with the english that you learn in school and you became you become more confident and also if you make mistakes you don't care like the only things that you try to do is just to speak and to make other understand what you are saying and but you're not there trying to use the mis- right verb or the right word or whatever so
0: sometimes that's
2: uh, i mean i was but i mean
0: i'm yeah i was i was asking this question because uh someone who is listening he can think that you guys have a really good uh speaking skills and they can go like okay they recommend to go to ireland but they are speaking english so good it's easier for them and I just wanted you to explain that you didn't know English when you when you started with that. And I have also heard from a lot of students, you know, I would like to live somewhere in, in a in a different country, but I don't know the language and it will take a lot of time. And I think it's just like leap of faith. You just need to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. I just wanted to, I don't know, to agree with Jessica and... It's hard. I, I mean, as you were saying that, you know, people that are uh, afraid, they, they have this willingness to move, to do something abroad, that could be job, uh, studying or whatever, but they're too afraid because they don't own the confidence they, uh, they are looking for to go in a country where they're speaking another language. And uh i think that is just um a fear that needs to be overcome cuz you you won't find I, I think anywhere you won't find uh people that are judging you because your level your skills um speaking skills are not good enough cuz People know that you are a stranger and you, it's not your mother tongue and you're struggling. So even if you're making mistakes, as we're doing every time, every day, uh, they won't laugh at you or saying, oh, you know, I don't understand you. Um, they will help you. They will be there to help you to learn and to improve and just, it's a fear we have, but it's just in our mind. Because once you're gone and you have to uh, deal with all the problems you might uh, you might find, your instinct will come out and help you through. And you will find yourself pretty, uh, like, Uh, into the situation it's not that hard I'm not telling you that you're going to find it easy at the beginning especially if you're going somewhere where like we did uh, the um, the pronunciation they have the English they're speaking it's different from the one you learn it's hard but everyone can do it
0: yeah I I, I talked about that with uh, Julio in the last podcast, like how native people are far less judgy to lower English level. Mm-mm. It's non-natives who compete. Who is better?
1: No, oh. no. Nice. I think
0: that you partially confirmed it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I never find uh, found someone. Uh, I don't know trying to saying to me that he couldn't understand me or even laughing at me or saying oh your English is so bad they were all positive comments just even my family just saying to me uh, even the way that you decided to move and you're speaking a language that is not yours it's admirable it's not something that everyone can do and they reckon the fact that as uh, native English speakers they are lazy, if you can call them lazy, because they speak the language that everyone can understand. And they don't have any, I don't know, any spark, anything that uh, moves them and make them um, eager to learn another language. So they're just, they are, they are admiring people like us, strangers that want to learn another language.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah yeah, i mean when i put myself in their shoes i would be admiring as well like uh, for me it would be cute if somebody wanted to speak my language
1: yeah same to me uh,
2: nobody wants to study italian so it's <laughs> not <Is that> true
0: <laughs> come on i'm from bosnia like people don't know where that is <laughs>
1: That's true. But it's, yeah, if you, if I can think about someone that wants to learn my language, it's so, it's so nice. It's cute to, to see them trying to, trying their best to, to learn it and to speak it, even though they know they will make mistakes. Uh, It's just uh, really nice. Every time I'm uh, hearing about people that are trying to learn another language, to me, it's just a good, uh a great attitude and i good i don't know aim to uh pursue so no one is judging you but you
0: oh profound words profound mm. words by anna <laughs> it's true <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to hire you to make me, like, motivational posts for the Instagram <laughs> so I can, like, post them.
1: Ready to find the quotes.
0: <laughs> okay, so, uh, what do you guys think about the gap year? Because that's something you both did. Uh, and what do you think about doing that... Like what are the benefits of that? Do you like that idea? Is it something that everyone should do? Is it Jessica first?
1: Yeah. Yes, because she is the one doing the proper gap year. For me, our gap five years. (laughs) Or six even.
2: (laughs) But yeah. I like it helped me a lot. Like, probably if I didn't took this gap year I wouldn't go to university but I would just start to work somewhere and just on with working for all my life and That's I me. mean it's something that people should do but like if someone is sure about what he wants to study or what he wants to do in his life like a gap year is not the best choice like they can just start to do what is their plan and follow it. But if you are not sure, like oh, um, you don't know which university or which work, or you don't know what you want to do, a gap year can help you a lot. Also because like, you, change, you grow up, you change yourself, you change your ideas, you change your mind. So maybe you think something at the beginning, but after one year, you think all the opposite. So, for example, you think that, I don't know, uh, businesses. is the things that you want to study, but at the end you go and study philosophy or, I don't know, something that is completely different. Because you found out that you have different interests and you knew a lot of other things. And I don't know. Like, for me, it's something that you should do if you are not sure about what you want to do.
0: Okay, so your gap year is ending in October. Uh, do you think that you are ready to end it?
2: Yeah, no, uh, I think I already end it. Like now, I'm t- I'm taking a, a break, like holidays, and then I like I already choose what I want to do later. So, like I started that. Uh, I don't know, I wasn't sure to go to university, but now I send my application and in an Irish Irish university. And, so we'll see. and
0: what made you go to university? Like, how does a person know that they are ready, that they got it, what they want to do?
2: Because I'm now thinking about something else. Like I said, like, that is my plan. And if my plan is not working, probably it will be like um, a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, when you're ready, when mm, also if you try to think about something else, mm, that is your first choice. Like, I try to think about mm, doing another gap year maybe in another country or come back and study in university here in italy or start to work but that was my choice so i was ready okay
0: that. okay okay okay. so you are ready when there is nothing else on your mind basically when the, that's your priority okay yeah. now what about you anna actually i um I totally like your way of the gap here because I think that people need to normalize uh, I don't know how to explain this like people need to know that it's okay for them to take as many years as they want, not going to university or don't go at university at all, you know, just to because everything is so fast. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speaking about myself and people around me, like, elementary school, high school, all of that is so fast. Like, and and you need to figure yourself out, but you can't figure yourself out because you have been listening to what other people think you should be for the whole life. And you don't know who you are because you have been in these controlled environments with all the rules in your house rules, in your school rules, in high school rules, and you have been... Like following those rules and then when you start living alone, you feel the power of making your own free choice. And I think it takes a long time of making those free choices to determine what you want to do. Yeah. And I think like what you have been doing is great. And I think like people should be okay with the idea. Okay, I can go to university when I'm 30 years old or I don't have to go. Yeah. you know it's not a must and in today's society it's something like a must a, a lot of pressure when you end up when you end the high school yes
1: yeah in fact i ended uh, my high school when i was uh, 19 and i was the only person in my classroom not to go to the university out of 25 people i was the only one just deciding to stop and to start working because I couldn't find uh, something that really appealed me. Uh, I was like, yes, I could study that, but I'm not sure. I, I don't really like it completely. So I just decided to stop and start working. And I've been working for the past, uh, you know, three, four years. And then, uh, the, um, I don't know, my life wasn't going the in the way I liked it. So I just decided to move to change hair like to clear my mind and I decided to go abroad. And now after one year and a half, I, I thought about going back to study and I made my application to the university as well, but I'm still not sure I will uh, attend it. Because if I, I have a plan in my mind and if the two options that I put first on the list of university uh, are going to work, I will go to the university. Otherwise, I would just uh, give up on that idea and keep on working. And as you said, I realized the fact that even if people around you are just studying and they're following the right path for them, it doesn't mean that has to be the right path for you. Because they are not in your mind. They don't know what you like and what you're aiming for. So... Uh, If you don't feel like going to the university, just don't go. No one is here to punish you. And even if people might judge you, because I heard so many people telling me, oh, you're so clever, you should really go to university. Why didn't you go? Uh, I was just like, because I don't want to.
0: I don't want to end up
1: working in an office (laughs) like you.
0: (laughs) My father is exactly the same. He was like okay yeah i understand you but you're so smart it's it's such a waste
1: it's a waste it's not a waste (laughs) if you're happy with your life whether you are working as an engineer or working as a rubbish uh what's the name of the guys that are working on the streets to collect the rubbish like on the garbage call
0: them rubbish cleaners wherever
1: yeah if your life is good and you're happy, there's no right job. You can even be without uh, a permanent job and switching from one job to the other. But if it was make you happy, that's the right choice for you. So just give uh, give yourself uh, a break and try not to push. Uh, Decisions that you don't want to, to, to make in, in your life.
0: So you have said that you have some kind of plan about going to university. Do you want to share it or keep it private?
1: Uh, no, no, it's not. It's not a secret. <laughs> um, okay. So I what's did, the plan? What's... I attended this course when I was uh, two years of high school. Um, and is theatrical theatrical tailoring, so dressmaking for theaters, cinemas, and so on. And uh, the course I'm choosing at the, I chose at the university is all connected with theater and drama. And that's the thing I would love to work uh, for. But if I'm not going to, because there is a, a list, I mean, there are just a bunch of places in these courses. So if I'm not getting in, I will just start to try uh, to look for a job in that area. Working, it's okay. I'm not going to cry all my tears. and.
0: Okay, so if you don't get into that specific area, area. you will work. Mm.
1: I will look for something else. I have other passions. I I wouldn't mind even working in bar restaurants. Uh and another do, oh, you go, go.
0: do you guys know who is PewDiePie?
1: PewDiePie, yes.
0: What about you, Jessica? No. He's
1: a
2: okay. YouTuber. Okay, he's
0: only the most famous YouTuber of of, of the world and uh, i was following him as a as a kid when when youtube was only for gamers and uh, what was inspiring to me about that guy is he was a dropout from the university he dropped out and he was doing uh he was working at the hot dog stand if i'm correct and he would work on the hot dog stand and he would go back to his home and record videos until he got enough money from the YouTube to quit uh, doing hot dogs uh, permanently. So, hes a, I think he's a big inspiration if, if anybody needs it. Because uh, for right now he's swimming in money and he's doing what he loves and he did it uh with the way out of the box like not with the right way with the completely wrong way and he succeeded and i think there are many kids today that are showing to their parents what is the future like bunch of kids succeeding at instagram at youtube at tiktok before they even finish high school and why do they need university? Because they are they already have better salaries than their parents. So I, I think that people should reconsider what is the right way. You know, I, th- I think right way is... Uh, I mean, right way. I think that's for people who, who just want to play it safe and they are n- not confident about themselves.
1: Yeah, well, it depends. I, I heard of people like... Jessica, for example, that are really focused and they really want to do that job in their life, and it's great for them. Yeah, to... I'm not. I'm
0: not. I'm not saying that Jessica is following the right way because she took a gap year and she's doing whatever the hell she wants. <laughs> <laughs> she's different.
1: But I heard of. Uh, I've been recently in touch with people from my class in high school, and now they're still studying after six seven years uh, after the high school, and they are questioning now about their future, like saying, I started this uh, path, but I'm not sure it was the right one. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I decided not to go to university like straight mm-hmm. after the high school. Because I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had regrets from the past few years. I could have done that. I could have said that. But uh, something I don't regret, it's just the decision I took about um, like quitting the study. Because I'm okay with what I have. And I think I, even if I'm thinking now about um, a course I might have attended here in Italy, I, I can't tell, I can't tell. So, um, I mean if it's not right for you, it's just do whatever you feel like it's it's going to make you happy.
0: I completely agree. Jessica, do you have anything to add? Anna wanted to put a division between me and you.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> I agree that you have to do like what you like and what makes you happy because if And you that's
0: to- and that's why Jessica is not on the right way because she agrees yes. that everybody should do what they want.
2: No, but like if you try to make other people happy and try to do what they say, they will never be okay with your decision. Decision because, for example, I decided to take a gap year and it wasn't okay. Now I start. I decided to go back to study and it wasn't okay because like I don't study in Italy, but I want to study abroad. So people think that i'm crazy so like nothing will make other people happy like Mm -mm. just make happy yourself yes she
1: is right that's
0: completely true completely true okay so uh i think for the end i think that the last question would be about you living together in the future <laughs>
2: I, I have I, left I,
0: the best for the end <laughs>
2: actually, I
0: love that topic so much
2: I don't remember, so how... Like, I don't remember Go on. how we end up supposed to live together I don't know honestly I don't yeah know. I don't
0: know that as well like wh- one, day, one day Jessica told me, okay, I will leave <laughs> with uh, I think Anna, it was uh,
1: it. around January, February when you told me I, me, I will um, sign in for the application at the university. And you were trying to, not to push me, but you um, instilled this curiosity about university in me. And I was like, oh, why shouldn't I try? And I was already thinking about moving to Ireland again. And uh, and so we basically, I don't know, pushed each other in that way. That's and we were so just nice. like, yeah, why? We, we both want to live here. Why don't we live together? <laughs> and also <laughs> we found other companions, so.
0: We started Yeah, so uh, what is the situation with the companions because every time we talk about it you add one more. <laughs> so, how many of you <laughs> will live together?
2: We are four. four.
0: Four. Okay. Yes. So, so if you get a huge fight, you can go like two here, two there. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> good we won't fight. Plan. We won't
0: fight. Yeah. Only pillows. Only pillows. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, what about the future? I don't
2: know.
0: How do you imagine it? Uh, I, don't know. I mean, I got two planning freaks in the in the call like uh, okay. You have so imaginations.
2: It will be I don't know, crazy. And we have to work a lot to try to pay for everything. So I think it would be more the time that we're going to spend without seeing each other than the time actually we're going to spend together. And we're planning to do a lot of things to try to survive with a lot of business. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? Um, I don't know. Um, it would be crazy. Um, Extremely funny. Yeah. Are going Good to
0: time. Uh, So what are the business ideas? <laughs> um, <laughs> probably we forget the
2: the most of them, but and probably like a lot of them are not going to happen, but we want to I will be the manager of everything because <laughs> as, Exactly. We want to build up a band and uh, play in the Start pubs. playing in the pubs. <laughs> and who want to open a business like a coffee shop. So make... a Less cake, wine bar. Wine
0: bar. Okay, okay. So you can mix it. Like uh, open a coffee shop or a pub and then go and sing in other pubs so you can uh, lower the competition because everyone will go out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> never sing at your own place clever okay uh other ideas
2: and then what do we have to do uh, uh, what was that yeah. well yeah the
1: um um uh pantry shop like making cakes and uh italian pastry to sell online <laughs> then. We're going to open. Oh yeah, the the glasses. You remember
2: the glasses with the glasses? Yeah. <laughs> to make coffee. What glasses? No, no, we can't say the idea here because someone. Okay, okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want you to ideas. share all of all of ideas because so, I don't share glasses? all of mine. And um, uh,
1: also, yeah, uh, I will make my own clothing brand.
0: And... yeah you should you must do that you must do that even if you fail with that university you must do that like make your own clothing and do what you want
1: I think it, that could work uh, then oh yeah we by have... the way
0: one, one, one question the how is it called Peaky Blinders costumes did you make them?
1: oh no we bought them <laughs> It's way uh, cheaper to buy it.
0: Come and on, also you I didn't have a skills. sewing
1: machine there.
0: Okay, so do you plan to get one?
1: Yes. Yes, I will get one. I have one here, but it's too big to bring them uh to bring it to Ireland. But I will definitely buy one. Because it's it's hard if you can't practice. Something I really lacked uh it was the the absence of uh, a sewing machine there they barely had a needle and a uh, threads
0: and are you are you sewing anything in Italy
1: oh well, yeah Italy. yeah I, I'm used to sew and stitch uh, clothes uh, uh, I mean
0: now like that you got back to Ireland not yet anything? not
1: yet but I am uh, planning to procrastinating no I'm not procrastinating I need to <laughs> uh, find my friend, I mean, I have a friend, she needs a bridesmaids dress for a wedding. Okay. And, uh, but she needs to tell me how uh, she wants the dress. I mean, what uh, is the dress going to look like? Cause she's like, I like this one and that one and that one. <laughs> but she never came up with a proper idea, but I will sew it. And also I think I will make something else just to uh, practice.
0: In the meantime. Okay, just don't end up uh, stitching up socks. Yeah, I've done
1: it already. (laughs) My dad's (laughs) socks.
0: Well, I mean, that's okay, but I think a lot of people, I was thinking right now, I think a lot of uh, people start with the same idea, like, okay, I want to do sewing because I want to make costumes and then I have uh, cheap uh shops to no. st- stitch my uh, no, socks and no pants if i had to all do of that. that
1: i would probably no if the future only brings that to me i would probably just change my mind and do something else i
0: think i think that's f- it's not future it's that people give up too early mm-hmm.
2: can
1: be can me i be. mean um, no that is not in my in my plan I mean, I'm not uh, willing to uh, like just have a repair shop, like to fix dips or something.
0: When everyone in this call becomes famous, we will advertise each other.
1: Yes. (laughs) Maybe we will open a business together. (laughs) (sighs) Who knows? We'll see.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. Do you have anything to add to this, or we can just finish?
1: I think we're done pretty much. Yeah. i we said so many things. I think many it's things. enough. So
2: many yeah.
0: Things. My throat is sore, and I have like six more classes to do. Ah! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. today is like, I, I, today I will work probably like more than 12 hours oh, gosh. Like, um, because of the, I had a class before the podcast and I have classes for the whole afternoon and then I have to edit this podcast. So it will probably be something like 12 or 14 hours oh, today.
1: Easy day. <laughs> yes. In the meantime, we're going to watch <laughs> the Olympic Games. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: and here I will sit and ask everything, oh, did you watch Olympic Games tell me exactly I can't watch it <laughs> okay yes, that's mean. it for today perfect uh, we had a lovely talk uh, yes. thank you Anna and Jessica for thank being you. here thank you and I really look forward to the next podcast where we will discuss your journey
1: across Ireland. can't
0: we <laughs> can't wait for that That there will be a lot of laugh in that yes. okay, yes. okay. <laughs> so uh, that's it uh, I want to thank to the listeners and to the viewers uh, we are now live on many many platforms and I will publish them on Instagram so everybody knows uh, where we are and if some app is better for them than uh, some other app uh, that's it If you have anything to ask, you can ask on Instagram. If you have anything to comment, you can do it on YouTube. That's it. Have a good day. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.